I have nothing. I have nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to go for it. We, oh. we, if I don't have you, you. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. We always sing it. Head wraps and lipsticks, the choir. Yeah, we Come. always sing it. Like, my mom is always dancing. Like, I gotta, oh, I gotta, girl, I gotta show you a video of my mom. Child. <laughs> she was attempting to twerk. Because you know how, like, does your mom do this when she tries on clothes? She just start dancing to make sure she can move in, in the clothes? No, I don't think she does okay, that. Okay, so it's just my mom then. She tries on clothes. That this, we were in the house. We weren't mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. She's trying on clothes that she already has and has worn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Me and Simone was listening. Oh, we was listening to Drake. So I'm mm-hmm. standing there doing my thing. We dancing. And, um, yeah, she was attempting attempting to twerk how was that working out for her i thought it was hilarious okay i'll never post it yeah but um but my mom is always dancing it's okay it's okay i'll show you later because she just girl go ahead miss tanya get your twerk on i just wish my dad had walked downstairs because he would have been like what are you doing (laughs) like what is going on what are we doing here i wish he would have walked downstairs at that moment but it didn't happen classic it's okay classic it's okay that actually you know what what you just said reminded me of what i can't wrap my head around so look at god yes look at god you ready to start the show i am let's get it let's do it hey everybody hey guys Wait, that's not how I start the show. No, no. You you said hey guys, oh. and I say hey everyone. Oh my bad. So we switched. Yeah, that was it. Oh, uh, mm, welcome to Head Wraps and Lipsticks the podcast. <laughs> I don't like it. Where we wrap the culture up in color and uh, use reusable straws. Yes, we do. Ah, gang, 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 gang. Biodegradable over here. Let's go. Save the turtles. Whatever that means. Yes. Yeah. And that's real. Like, mm-hmm. Real talk. I don't. I don't know what it means, but I'm doing my part. Science. I'm doing my part. Science. <laughs> um, I'm your girl Sierra T, and I'm your girl Sherelle B, and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. So we got a list for you guys today. Mm. Not too much politics. We got a little bit, a couple of cases and things that we need to talk about. Again, sorry, y'all. We're in a musical mood. <laughs> um, but we're going to take it easy again on the politics this week. And um, I'm grateful. I know you are probably real, as well. Child. So no politics for real, for real, kind of. But, yeah. you know, we still going to talk about some important things. Absolutely. 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 But first, sis, mm-hmm. what can't you wrap your head around? Okay, so mine is really simple. Mm-hmm. I cannot wrap my head around drive throughs not giving me my total. Do not expect Yo, me. What is that? You feel me? Yes. Do not expect me to remember what my total is. You know, mm-hmm. I've been sitting here waiting for the other three cars in front of me to go. And he just opens the window and is looking at me. I was like, and he, I'm like, what's my total? He was like, oh, 10 something. I was like, oh, okay. Right. And I just can't wrap my head around it. And I also can't wrap my head around the fact that you, do you want a receipt? Yes. 
I actually say no. No, run me my receipt. I need to make sure that you're charging me. <laughs> That's smart. I should do that. Because prime example, I don't know if we if I pay for them to that no, oh, extra, extra nugget. nugget. Yeah. We had we had extra nuggets today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so I'm not tripping about it, but it's just like I can't rub and I I said I was like I can't wrap my head around this. Like, why are you not telling me my total? Like, that's your job. Like, especially because like I don't know I, I haven't been to a fast food restaurant up north, but down south they're doing the double ones. Yeah. So they'll do like a double drive through, but they'll have one window where you pay, and it's like right. Are you Michaela? No. Right. <laughs> I, I I can't I can't wrap my head around it. I won't wrap my head around it. Fast food workers. I know y'all are being underpaid, and I understand they it. They are. They are. But just tell me my total. Because, yeah, just just tell it to me. It's okay. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what mine was real simple today. Yeah, I understand. That's it. What about you, sis? Um, so you talking about your mom, mom reminded me about my mom and how they both do the same thing mm. with their hair. Oh, no. Mom, Miss Sonia, oh, I'm telling y'all right now, I don't want to talk about it no more. Ever again. I don't want to talk about, don't ask me about hair. Don't ask me what to do with it. And no, I don't want to talk about it no more. I don't know what it is about older black women and their hair. Ridiculous. But they cannot get it together. Ridiculous. Okay. I don't know what it is. My aunt does it. I, I'm like, I don't, yeah. I, 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 can, I don't know. I have one aunt because she has dreads. Mm -hmm. The rest of them is like, you know, well, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm like, yo, lady. <laughs> And the thing is, they'll, they'll ask everyone around them, all the women around them, about what they should do, stressing everybody else out. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Like, figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to hear it no more. Miss Sonia, mom, I don't want to hear it no more. I stand in solidarity with my sis. Come on. Okay? And mom, I've been told you. I've been told you. She'll call me like, so I'm on my way to Tyson. I'll be like, mm, Nope. <laughs> I just had this conversation with my mom today, and I told her, I said, I'm not doing this no more with you. What's she trying to do? She's She cut all her hair off again. Okay. I don't know why. She put a relaxer in it. Oh. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what she's doing, my but I told her- did the same damn thing. Did she? She did a texturizer. My mom had done that. I don't understand. I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear about it no more. This I'm is not ridiculous. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. She told me I'm going to do it anyway, but I don't want to. Block. I don't want to. I don't want to. I am tired. I'm so tired. I don't know what it is. It's, it's just not it. <laughs> so that's what I can't wrap my head around. I need older black women to pull it together. Hmm. Okay? I'm going to send her some Malaza too so she'll see it because I know she'll feel attacked, but we don't care. I don't care because <laughs> she another one. Ridiculous. And her daughter is a, hair, is a, is a, is a, is a hairstylist. Right. Nope, not doing it. Ridiculous. Not doing it. Ridiculous. I'm, I'm done. I'll make sure my grandmother hair this one too. Oh. You know, she's she was a hairdresser. Oh. So she know. Oh yeah, my grandma did hair for twenty something years. Oh wow. So she knows. Uh huh. I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> I'm. I know that I. I'm done. Yeah. Yes. Same. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to jump into the show today. We're going to start off with some local news. Ugh. Um, just so we kind of had talked about this. We did. But um, Vice has aired the girls out. Child. C 
CMS sexual assault misconduct, there have been a couple of cases that have come out from some young ladies at who attend Myers Park, who attend or have attended Myers Park, and um, basically saying they have come out and, and told um, staff and whatnot that they have been sexually assaulted, and that basically their case has been like, well, we can't do nothing for mm-hmm. you right now, whatnot. Mm-hmm. This is for, Vice released a 45-minute uh, mini documentary interview talking to two of the two of the young ladies who um mm. um are victims victims thank you and it's a mess really really heavy yes um these two young ladies are extremely brave uh, mm. for telling their story um I'm gonna read a little bit because we can't play the clip. But I'll, there is a story that was written by WCNC here in Charlotte. So I'm going to just read a little bit. Um, and I love the fact that they have an editor's note that this discusses sexual violence. So um, <clears throat> one of the victims, her name is C, uh, Serena Evans. She's actually suing Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools, mm-hmm. and she should. Yes. Um, so she um, is a former Myers Park High School student. She's now launching a lawsuit against the Board of Education Four Charlotte Mecklenburg schools claiming district leaders failed to properly address a sexual assault complaint she made during her time on campus. Um, so her case, she was actually lured into a bathroom on campus. A boy's bathroom. Yes, a boy's bathroom on campus um, where she was raped and then left thereafter. Mm-hmm. And when she went to officials, they pretty much told her it was like, well, you're going to get suspended because you were in the boy's bathroom and you know that's not allowed. Which, right? Um. So she actually filed the lawsuit and it lodges five key complaints against the district that CMS viled, I'm sorry, violated Title IX of the Education Amendments Act, that the district did not protect her, that CMS was negligent, and that school leaders did not do their duty to investigate, and that the school leadership in- intentionally inflicted emotional distress on Evans. Um, they're literally suing for $75,000, not too much. Um, but she is saying, and she said this in the Vice documentary, that she's not settling. This needs to go to court. She's going to do everything in her power to make sure that this is not getting pushed under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, the <clears throat> the principal of Myers Park School at the time where she was a student has gone up in his career. Yes. He now works for the school district, making over six figures. Mm. The same one and the assistant principal that also told her that, well, yeah, you know, you'll be all right. It's still the assistant principal yep. of Myers Park High School. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> according to the law school, Evans experienced sexual harassment from other male classmates as early as seventh grade. She was a student at Alexander Graham Middle School from 2014 to 2015. She even reported the harassment and even noted teachers and administrators observed and overheard it. She claims she was told to ignore the boy and grant them grace because girls, uh, uh, girls mature faster than boys. Um, what? Yeah, basically. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to front. I've been told that myself, especially in like high school. You know, you, you, you see the boys, they grabbing, you know, you grabbing your hair, they grabbing your butt or whatever mm-hmm. it is, doing things that you don't want them to do. And they're like, you know, just relax. Boys will be boys. Regular. Okay. That's terrible. Um, there was another young lady. Um, there was another young lady who also <clears throat> was raped in the woods behind Myers Park High School after her ex boyfriend said that he was bringing a gun to school and would kill himself if he did not meet her. Mm-hmm. And he raped her in the woods. 
Um, and she also was told, well, you could be suspended because you were having sex on school on school grounds. I went to Myers Park. I went to Myers Park for ninth and 10th grade. And I remember when I first got there, I was thinking this school is definitely surrounded by a lot of trees and shit. A lot of, lot of like wooded areas around a school, which I thought was bizarre in its own. The campus is huge. I, I went to I, I went to another high school uh, after that, but Myers Park was so big, it felt like I was on a college campus. They said that in the Vice documentary. I was like, because I've never physically, well, I probably have it, just mm-hmm. don't really realize it. But when they said how big the school was, I said, whoa, jeez. Yeah, it's huge. I would have to like run across campus to go to other like science class or math class from one side of the. Where Where is Myers Park High School? It's, um. I don't want to say. I'm going to beep this. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll bleep this out. Huh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't shock me. Yeah, it's on that. That side of town. Yeah, it's on that side of town. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the campus is huge, and there's definitely, like, plenty of opportunity for things like that to happen on campus. Yeah. Because at, at any moment, you could, like, be in a building or somewhere by yourself because it's the campus is huge. And so, obviously, everyone's not in this this one area like that. And I think it's very interesting. Like in the So, in the Vice documentary, and I'll be sure to link it in the in the description so you guys can check it out. Oof. In the Vice, the Vice documentary, they um, state how, like, there was only one security officer right. for the entire fucking school. Ridiculous. Which is insane to me, especially if you think about, like, so the schools down here, they all have separate buildings. So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that there's one person to monitor all of these right. buildings here? Right. My high school in New York, we had several security guards. We had several student deans. Um, because just like that, we had several buildings. Like, you know, your social studies class could be in the 300 building. Your science class was in the 600 building. Mm-hmm. Your art class was in the 200 building. So there was no way possible to have one. First of all, New York, you know, it's, it's always a fight or something going on. So there was just no way possible that there was always going to be only be one security guard. That just makes in a high school that just elementary school. Cool. Mm-hmm. In a high school, a high school. And these cases took place in like 2016 mm-hmm. recently. Se- recently. So I'm also interested to know, like in the time that we're in, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Why y'all still only got one one police officer or whoever is monitoring the school? And I thought it was really interesting. So in the Vice documentary, when the, these two young ladies went to the school board meeting, mm. um, because during the school board, you know, during the meetings, um, you know, they talk about different things. The superintendent is there, and the superintendent that was in this documentary, we just reported that he was fired. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Right. Um, and. You know, after they have the business, I thought I love the way Vice filmed this. They made it very clear. They showed how at the end of all the business, they kind of open up the floor to the people. And then they go over all these rules like, you know, you can't use profanity. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. So these two brave young ladies got up there very briefly, two minutes or less, and said, my name is so-and-so. And I was raped on the campus of, of this high school during this time on this day by a 15-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Then the next one got up there and said the same thing. And then some other people got up there to tell other people's stories. And that's when it got tricky. And then they were like, oh, wait, 
we're only allowing people that signed up. And shout out to the people in the back. They were like, no, he did sign up. No, they were saying like only people who signed up who are speaking for themselves. That's right. He was speaking for someone else who probably was embarrassed or ashamed exactly. to even come and, and say that, yo, this happened to me at high school. Yep. And they were trying to basically take that moment away from that mm-hmm. person who probably wanted to stay anonymous or was ashamed. And that's the thing about like rape culture is that where women are, when, when, whenever a woman is sexually assaulted, she is the one to be blamed and, and, and uh, meant to be ashamed when it happened to her. She didn't do it. It happened to her. And yet we still treat women like, well, you were in the boys' bathroom. Exactly. How do you say that to somebody? Or you were in the woods. I was coerced. I was coerced. I was pressured. I was, I was uh, dragged into these places. Like, what are you, what are you saying? And you know what else pissed me off about that documentary was how they was giving they was giving Serena and them the runaround because the superintendent was saying, "Oh, you need to talk to right the, uh, the district, the district," and the district was saying, "You need to talk to the, to the superintendent," and then going to send an email and say, "We want." Oh, when Vice sent the email, was like, "Oh, we want to sit and talk with someone." Well, the district and the superintendent, we act as a team. We're one unit, right? And I can't get no fucking answers out of y'all. At least the shoe, you're going to hell. Period. I mean, and I, I was, I was, I, I, I don't know why, and y'all know this by now. I, for some reason, give people the benefit of the doubt, but don't worry, I'm working on it. <laughs> so when she sat down, when she finally sat down with, um, with Vice, I thought that I was going to get some type of humility um, because she was like, I'm a woman yeah. and this is hard for me. So I was like, okay, maybe we're getting somewhere. And then it just went, it went left. Was like, and I, the worst part about it is when the interviewer and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Mm-hmm. She was like, "These girls feel like they weren't heard during that meeting." And what, what's what's the lady name? Elise Deshue. Deshue's response was, "That's terrible." She was like, "I hate that." It made that it made a face where like a smug. It, made, it was smug. Very smug. Like, oh well. It was very, very, very smug, and it was like. What are we doing here? One, y'all are gonna, like, you have kids. If you don't have kids, I know you got a niece or a family friend that has a daughter, or, you know what I'm saying? That's just, I don't, I just don't understand how we're supposed to be able to, we're supposed to send kids to schools and leave them in your hands, expecting for them to be safe, regardless of if they're five or 15. And we can't even do that. Because you're worried about, you know, Serena said that her, um, I'll read the quote, what Mm -hmm. she just said in the story. She said, um, she said, it's trauma. She said, it's trauma. It stays with you for the rest of your life. I thought that my rape got pushed under the rug mostly because my rapist was a star football player. Mm. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, one thing that they, one of the other victims said in the Vice documentary, I thought that was very interesting in the way that they ended it. She said, you know, she said that she thinks that people don't, they kind of push rape or sexual assault cases under the rug in high school because nobody would think that a 15-year-old boy is capable of this. Yes. And I thought that was like very chilling to end that, that mini documentary like that because it's very well possible. Mm-hmm. It's very well possible. Kids are having sex at a very young age. They know exactly what they're thinking. Okay. This is, this is disgusting. 
is very disgusting and it really just shows how we continue to protect men in, in these situations and shame women for being victims and like how dare you yeah listen y'all if i if i ever come up as a superintendent don't be surprised don't be surprised don't be if I ever pop up as a superintendent of CMS. Don't be surprised, bro. I don't know if I'm sending my kids to CMS school because I'm making some changes. I'm making some changes, and that's and that's my that's the bare minimum change. That, really, that is the bare minimum change. When it comes to these school districts, you hear about it. You hear about stuff that happens all over the country. The bare minimum of stuff these kids and parents are asking you for like I saw in Baltimore they had to shut down the schools because there's no air conditioning that's the bare minimum the bar is in hell the, so the kids can't get air conditioning um they can't get proper food now we got to worry about our girls being raped on campus so if you don't have if you only have one security guard for that big old school, mm -hmm. why don't you have cameras everywhere? Thank you. Everywhere. Thank you. That is sick. And if it's happening at Myers Park, I know it's probably happening at some other high schools, mm -hmm. not just in Charlotte or not just in Charlotte-Mecklenburg schools, Cabarrus County schools, all the schools in North Carolina, across the country. It happens. And this is just the beginning. But it just takes these two girls that was like, uh-uh, no, 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 you're not, you're not going to make me. One girl's on, she's on pills. Yep. You know, because she still wakes up from nightmares. Other one got, she has to go to therapy. She's not doing well. Like, she talked about how she wanted to unalive herself. She sure did. She said if it wasn't for my mom, mm -hmm. that was like being my voice of reason and was, <sighs> you need to believe women. Um, mm -hmm. speaking of believing women, um, oh. Deshaun Watson, um, the Browns quarterback has settled with most of his victims in his sexual assault case. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we've been talking about this. It's been, it's been a minute. Yeah. We've been talking about this. About two months. Um, he's been pretty quiet about it. Um, I know we, we, we briefly talked about it. I know I even said, I was like, hmm. This sounds kind of iffy, one, because he was requesting a trade, and then all of a sudden, all this stuff happens. But, and I still believe that, mm -hmm. but on the flip side, it's like, they can't all be lying. Because it was how many, was it like seven, I don't want to say like 17 or 20 or something like that. Why is that number coming to my head? I'll read this, Okay. and you'll get your exact number. Ooh. All right. Um, mm -hmm. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has reached a confidential statement with all but four of the 24 women who sued him and accused him of sexual misconduct during massage sessions in 2020 and early 2021. The settlements end the women's litigation against him nearly 15 months after most were filed in 2021. Um, yeah. Settling the case allows Watson in this this is what sis is saying. Mm -hmm. Settling the cases allows Watson to move on from most of the litigation after it generated after it generated regular ugly headlines about him, at least somewhat spoiling his recent arrival in Cleveland as the new $230 million quarterback of the Browns. Settling the cases also helps him avoid several days of uh, deposition testimony that were scheduled for him this week. Those depositions are no longer going forward. Um. Mm. Hmm. So we get to just cheer him on come September. 
for the Browns with their ugly colors. Um, yeah, they are. I mean, 24? 24 women. Um, one of them said, said that the women were lying and, um, I'm sorry, this is what Watson's attorney said. Mm -hmm. He said that the women were lying and that um, they viewed Watson as a payday after the woman accused Watson of improper behavior, including exposing himself, causing his genitals to touch them, and in some cases, coercing sex. He's never been arrested or anything. He's 26 years old. 24 women lying? Yeah. I mean, and I guess it's like, because they're all massage, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like That's I don't dis- get it. It's disgusting. I don't get it. Deshaun Watson's—he's a decent-looking dude. Like you don't need to do stuff like that to get girls. I mean, or maybe you do. I don't. I don't. I just. I would think that you wouldn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know how you see like a decent-looking dude, but he still got like creep, creep vibes to him. That might be what it is. Unfortunately, they're like, oof, never mind. I don't want to deal with that. Why are y'all creeps? Like, why don't y'all know how to just be like, nah, like, why don't, why can't y'all, and I say y'all, I mean the ones with penises. Um, why is it that, you, why is it that you guys just don't understand, like, no, I'm good? That actually kind of goes into our next segment. Yeah. What's, what's that about? So, oh, God. Mm. This came out this week. A young lady at Walgreens had told her manager, hey, my coworker, hella weird, not feeling it. He's uh, doing, he's keep passing advances on me. Um, I'm not interested. I don't want to. She goes and asks for overtime, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, but you'll have to do it with, you know, senior creep over here. Um, and then next thing you know, he kills her inside of the Walgreens. Yep. Sis, what's the details on that? Um, this happened in Colorado Springs. Um, I'm just going to read where she complained about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the victim's name, um, what is her name? They don't have her name in here. Oh. There might be a reason. Yeah. Um, so the young lady had complained about her coworker, 28-year-old Joshua Johnson, last year. She said Johnson had made advances towards her and made it made her feel uncomfortable. Um, and the manager actually reported he t- reported that he told Johnson to keep things professional and said Johnson appeared to be receptive. Still, uh, the manager told police that the the victim had asked to work a different schedule just a few weeks ago. Again, telling her manager that Johnson made her feel uncomfortable. However, the victim also asked for additional hours, which the manager said required that she work with Johnson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so that's basically what happened. Um unfortunately, a customer who was shopping in Walmart on that Saturday told police she heard a woman screaming at about 5:45 p.m. She says she also thought she heard the sounds of stalls slamming but unsure of what she really heard, so she left. The cu- that customer said she had drove by later and seen police o- patrol cars there. Mm. Um and then found out um yeah, that he had um, killed this young lady. Mm. The troopers later found um, the killer walking alongside um, I-25. He had scratches on his hands and face at the time. And, um, yeah, 
he admitted that he had a crush on the victim at one time, but he no longer had feelings for her because he had um, been intimate with somebody else, which was one of the store managers. Uh, store managers. Um, he said he admitted to being in the break room uh, document show and stated he fell in the blood. And he also said <laughs> he also said that he talked uh, to another manager by the dumpster as he was leaving the store and went home where he took off all his clothes because they were bloody. Um, what did he stab her? It just says that she's seventeen. She, first of all, she's she was seventeen years old. This man was twenty eight years old. Um, the store manager told police he found a body in the break room and that there was blood everywhere. Five forty five p.m. I'm sorry. Her name was Riley Whitlaw. Whitelaw. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry this happened to you, Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, no means no. It really that simple. No means no. We know we walk around here like the baddest bitches on earth. Yes, we do. And we're going to continue to do that. But that does not mean that you just get to just harass people and just unalive them because they said no. It seems like that was a revenge killing. Mm. Like... You know, she told the manager. The manager mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, ch- you need to chill." And he was like, "All right, bet." Yeah. And probably had a, like had it out for her after, you know, because he was reprimanded reprimanded about mm. that. Ciao. Ciao. This is so stressful. Not child. We not getting killed at work. Seventeen years old, and he is twenty eight years old. Trying to hit on this young girl. Twenty. You know, it's interesting. He going to hell. Yeah. For sure. Quickly. You know, it's interesting. You know, when you were growing up, you would see, you might have had friends that were dating older guys. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, you know, they might have thought it was cool. I don't know about you. Me, I, I always thought that was weird. Yeah, especially like as a teenager, I'd be like... I, what are you doing? <laughs> I was never the girl to the point where I'll never forget there was a senior in high school that all the girls thought were like super duper cute. I really didn't see it. I'd never really been into the pretty boys like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and he was just one of them. And but we were cool. You know, now remind you, he was a senior. I was a freshman and he was in one of my classes. Mm. Oh. So he was. Okay. Right. And I'll never forget. He came up to me like we had this like big area called the commons. It was like a bench. So it was me and all my friends. And we're just sitting there. And he came up to me and, you know, was like, hey, Sherelle, blah, 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 blah. And asked me about something in class, which I was shocked because he don't he comes, but then he don't come. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that was that was really it. And I and his other friend lived across the street from me and he had a thing for me. And I just straight up thug. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Couldn't do it. <laughs> And I will never forget my friends like, oh, my God, you know him. This is that and the third. And I was just like, I mean, yeah. And they were like, yo, like, I really like him. And I'm just like. That nigga 36. Right. Like, like, it's, right, it's like <laughs> he's 17. We're 14. Like, like what? what is it? Like, I I can't do anything for him. And I know he can't do anything for me. So, like, you you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I, and even in college, like, it's like, you know, you had the 24-year-olds on campus and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Here I am, 18, like. I don't know what you think this is, but it's, it's not, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I just, so I'm really happy that like stuff like that is coming out that it's wrong. Like this is just, it's not cool. I have friends that dated older dudes and, uh, no, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. I just never thought it was right. Yeah. And, uh, it's not, it's not. I remember like as a teenager, like coming from like school or like 
for me, it would be like work. And you know, like in the neighborhood, the older guys will see you. They know how old you are. Hey, Sierra. Hi. Hey, nigga. Right. No. 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 <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Nope. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm really sorry that this happened to Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do hope that, I mean, he is being charged with first degree murder because, sir. That nigga did that shit. Really? I can't imagine being a customer. You said 545 in the afternoon. The sun is still out. Yo. And I can't imagine being a customer hearing that shit. And it's like, I mean, I do wish that she would have said something like, yo, there's something going on back there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. in, in, in that space right there, you like, I don't, you know, it could be, it could be anything. Yeah. And you're, and, you know, your fight or flight senses, you really don't know what you would do in a, in a, right. in a moment like that. You know, you hear someone screaming and if and yeah. it sounds like. Like, what's going on back there? Right. You know, like, are you going to go investigate? Rest in peace to that young lady. Put that mug under the jail. Put under the jail. Under the jail. Give him life. Because that's terrible. And it's really, really sad. Really sad. Um, Last kind of heavy thing. And then we will get into the mess, y'all. Most, it is a mess. This is a mess. <laughs> it yeah, is. is. We got mess. some mess coming up, honey. Um, Mochella. Which is up, DC's version of Coachella, I'm, I'm assuming. Anyway, go ahead. Don't act like that's not your favorite city, sis. I am. I am from DC in my spirit. Yes, I am. Okay, don't front on it now. But this part. Don't front on it now. This is, it happened on U Street. There was a shooting. Mm-hmm. I do love U Street whenever I do go to DC, but maybe I'm a chill for now. Um, yeah, so basically there was a shooting that happened at this thing called uh, Mochella. And what happened was... Um, a fight broke out amongst young people. A loud noise sent people running for cover, fearing prematurely a shooting. Around 8.30 p.m., as police were attempting to shut the event down because the event was unpermit- unpermitted, basically. Unpermitted. They had did not have a permit for this event. Um, someone did open fire. A bullet lodged into a police officer's leg. Two other, ch- um, two other adults were struck and injured. And Chase Poole, a 15-year-old in the seventh grade, mm. was killed. Um. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yep. It's all right. It's okay. Um. Something and like it's just the pattern now because even on Saturday there was something there was a shooting that happened at Tyson's Corner. Yes. In Virginia. Yep. So it's just a lot happening here. Um. There was another man that was killed in Prince George's. Um, so I guess, you know, the, the premise here is like, obviously, D.C., the DMV um, just had like a real violent, violent um, weekend, really violent weekend. But um, shout out to Philip Lewis, because um, we both follow him and he pretty much gives us a lot of the news that we really want to hear. Mm-hmm. He made a point saying that, you know, how does something event this large go unpermitted? Yeah. And my response to that is it happens all the time. There's a lot of like, especially on a, first of all on a, on, a, on a holiday weekend like Juneteenth plus Father's Day. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of events that happen. How many times do you see flyers and stuff happening? Because I think people as a whole, I'm not even gonna say black people, just people as a whole, feel like, well, the police, you know, they don't even have the capacity to shut all this down. We're all here. We're not doing anything. We're not bothering anybody. But at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with doing things the right way. If you want to have an event, have it, you know, plan. Give yourself enough time to get those permits, especially something in like the city of Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you know, because maybe if this was a permitted uh, a permitted event, you might have been able to have police presence there that would have been a little bit more security, and maybe this young man would still be here, and mm. we wouldn't have some victims, um, you know, recovering from 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 gunshots. Right. So. My my question is like, was it like in an open event, or you know, like was somebody like, oh yeah, come to my sneaker shop, we doing Mochella here? How did how did this go about? Like, I just where were all the people gathered at? You know what I'm saying? Because U Street is like, ain't no big lots on U Street like that, is it? Yeah, it just says. Um, it seemed like there was no better place to celebrate Juneteenth than Mochella, a festival billed as a peaceful demonstration to elevate Black culture and protest gentrification in the area once known as Black Broadway. So it didn't say that it was, um, you know, like in a restaurant or, or yeah. a theater or anything like that. Just, um, mm. rest in peace to that young man. I mean, Jesus, that's terrible. I don't understand it. That's terrible. Um, I just want to read a little bit about Mochella. Yeah. Mochella was grew out of a movement that started when noise complaints silenced. Oh, I remember no, this. Yes. Yes. Now, yes. we talked, talked about, about this. this. We sure did. Okay, so Mochella was grew out of a movement that started when noise complaints silenced go-go music along the U Street corridor has put on events across Washington for several years. Concert organizers... Organizers did not respond to requests for comment, but wrote a statement on Instagram denouncing the violence. As we continue to cultivate a platform to uplift the culture of Washington, D.C., we don't condone violence of any sort. Mochella is a symbol of black culture in D.C. and is built on the foundation of peace. Um, so they basically police shut down the event after the loud noise startled the crowd and people got hurt while attempting to flee the area. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily like a yeah event, event, but it was almost like a big block party. Pretty, yes. Basically. And if they're gonna do that, then they still need to get permits. Yes, yeah, because the block belongs to the city. I mean, the district of Washington. So. Mm, mm, mm. Rest in peace to that young man. Fifteen. That is crazy. That's, that is crazy. <sighs> all right, you guys, we have gone through, and we're, all, we're out on the other side. Right. And we're going to start with the mess. Is Zeus a trash network? No. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Um, I'm going to see how much we can play. I probably should start, like, in the middle. Okay. Maybe of this clip. Yeah. We're going to play this clip. Well, you want to give them a little premise, maybe? Yeah, let's give them a premise. This way we, we don't have to play the whole thing. So... Um, this came from Fox Soul. TGIF is the name of the program. TGIF. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like there's a panel discussing uh, Zeus Network's content. Um, Zeus is the network that plays Jocelyn's Cabaret. If you have not seen a bunch of bad boys fighting on your timeline, those type of things. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And this young man, who who's the one that was talking? Funky Dineva. Funky Dineva. That's actually kind of cool name. But... Mm -hmm. um, he was pretty much saying, like, yeah, I just think that your network kind of, like, puts black people in a negative light with mm -hmm. all the violence. And the CEO of that network was like, hmm. Yeah. So yeah. let me pop this up, and then I will uh, fast forward to. Okay, hold on. It's about here. Yeah, that's good. Right here? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't own a network. Go. You're not a CEO of a network. And you're not, you know, you're, you're not in my position. 
So I respect what you're saying. However, I don't agree with you. I don't think our audience is trash. I, I, I do think that the customers are intelligent enough to understand, again, like I said, what they're consuming. They're, they understand. You're, you're, you're basically saying the audience is stupid. We have a ton of subscribers, right? They understand what they're consuming. You know, you know what I'm saying? And so I think when you actually watch the shows, you, met, you reference Black China, you reference Bad Boys LA, you reference Jocelyn, you reference Batty. I mean, there's a lot of other storylines. It's a, it's a, it's a, it, 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 it has multiple components. You know, it's not just salacious or conflict-driven. You know what I mean? It is. It is. It, some of our shows and some of the storylines have heart. It's real. It's raw. It's uncensored. It's unfiltered. You know, and, you know, I mean, we have tons of shows. Some of our hit shows happen to be some of the ones that are a little bit more louder and provocative. But we have. You want to go first? Or should I go first? You. You guys, I am on the side of Funky Dineva. Hmm, interesting. Okay, I don't. I understand what the CEO of Zeus is saying, um, but I'm gonna say it in the terms of like, and I know people probably don't want to hear this, mm -hmm. but I think as a community we are responsible for because um, unfortunately we know how it is. Yeah. Right. Yes, we, we know you, you know what I mean when I say that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And so I think we as as black people hold uh, we need to hold some type of responsibility in terms of the type of programming and things that we put on air that represent our people. Agreed. Now, that's not to say that the people who watch those programming are stupid people are or they are unintelligent or they right. can't make their own decisions. But it's not to say that everyone watching it is not an idiot either. Mm. <laughs> and True. you also have to think about how easily influenced people are. Think about how all the, and this is just a random, this is the first thing that came to my head. All the Kardashians are getting their ass cheeks removed now. Ooh. And now all, all of y'all want to get y'all ass cheeks removed because they're moving their ass cheeks. Like everyone's like following what celebrities do. In that sense, I think we have to be careful about what we're putting on TV and programming and things like that. That's where I'm at with that. Okay. Wow. <gasps> My phone is on vibrate. It is. You see you see it's on vibrate. So I don't know how that happened. Oh my God. Anyway, go ahead, your turn. That was Simone, y'all. So y'all get on. <gasps> Cancel. Cancel. F. F. Um, okay. <laughs> so, okay. I also agree with Funky Dineva. But I also feel what the CEO was saying as well. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, how do I put this? As a generation that grew up watching For the Love of Ray J... I Love New York, Flavor Love, all those ridiculous shows that now we say is part of the culture. Mm. Okay. You got Tiffany Poehler, who is, at, who is looked at as an icon for reality TV, and rightfully so. Ray J, his career, besides his singing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the love of Ray J was... An iconic staple in reality TV. Even contestants of the reality show, Real Chance of Love, 
who was on there to get New York got their own show. And it's like, we look at that as like, that's part of the culture. It was iconic. So now Zeus is doing it. So now, so that was white people doing it. So this is VH1, right? Mm-hmm. All that stuff was on VH1. It was. So that was all white people doing it. So now somehow, some way, a black person found a way to like, oh, let me relish on this ratchetness. Mm-hmm. And now we want to be like, well, hold on. Let's even talk about Bad Girls Club. Another intricate staple in reality television. I never watched that. Jersey Shore. All those iconic reality shows that were created by white people. So now when black people do it, it's like, "Mm, we need to protect our image. We need to protect this. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but no. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we're going to do stuff like this, I would much rather it come from a black people because to your to your point, we know the vibes. We know what can and can't we know what can and will happen. Yeah. Um, when shows like this air. Um and then also to the CEO's point about I mean, I haven't watched um I haven't watched any of the programming from Zeus, but from some of the clips that I have seen, they do talk about different that you had Kirk Franklin's son on there crying and stuff about, you know, his relationship with his father. So now we're talking about the gap between black boys and their black fathers. Mm -hmm. You have, uh, what's the name? Black China who went through that whole thing with her mother. There's a lot of things that they do, I guess, touch on, so to speak in a way. So I guess I get where funky Dineva is coming from, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I just, I want us to stop as a people when white people do it, it's okay. But then when we do it, it's like, you know, we need to just kind of calm down mm-hmm. and do things a little better. I mean, I'm not so much as saying that. I mean, listen, if white people want to be on TV acting an ass, that's that's up for them. No, I'm talking about the white people that are the executive producers. Oh, I got this, you. You know what I mean? I got you. Like, okay. there, I don't think there was no black people executive producing I Love New York. No. Or Flavor Love. Well, Mona Scott is uh, over the real high, uh, love and the love and love and right. love and hip hop. So we got love and hip hop. We got love and basketball. We got what was what's the tattoo show? A Black Ink Crew. Black Ink Crew. All these shows mm-hmm. that was on VH1. Mm-hmm. Whose CEO is a, a white person, probably a white man. So now we got a black man doing it. It's like mm, I think we need to hold you accountable for the violence that's happening. What? what well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say all that. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that's what, that's what Bucky Daniva saying. Yeah. It was like saying like, oh, it's that time of the year. It's okay. <gasps> it's, it's okay. It's driving me crazy. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like, oh, uh, it's tricky. It is tricky. It is tricky. Um, I don't find myself. I'm. I'm not really into that kind of TV anymore. I used to be. I still watch Basketball Wives. I haven't watched any of that stuff. Love and hip hop, none of them. I haven't watched any of that stuff in in years. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I say do what you want, but I, I don't know. It's a it's a weird place. To yeah. Be, honestly, I still watch Jersey Shore reruns because I love Jersey Shore. So that's a hot topic right now for whatever reason. Oh yeah, did you see my response to? Well, I I only sent it to you because I know you watch Jersey Shore. Yeah, they're lies. I don't know anything about Jersey Shore, but I felt like I felt like you, that was information that you wanted. I was watching it like this is not true. <laughs> did you leave a comment? I did. Oh. <laughs> and I was responding to you. I was like, that never happened. Like, I was like, I'm like, yeah, girl. You weren't know. even born when this show came out. I was like, I don't know what she talked about, but Child. I was like, oh, I'm sure Sherelle would love this. Whatever mm-hmm. this is happening. <laughs> Not true. Um, we got something crazy to share with y'all. This came on my timeline, and I was like, "Fire everybody!" Okay. Um, I'm gonna just play the clip, 
I'm gonna just play the clip. Keep your it's a quick clip, so keep your eyes open. Let's keep your ears open. Here we go. Take a look at this. Crews able to get the heart out of that helicopter. It was then handed over to one of the hospital's medical personnel. He suddenly accidentally trips on a metal plate, oh. falls to the ground, dropping the heart. Others were quickly able to pick up that organ and rush it inside for the operation. <laughs> Fire everybody, bro, because when I tell you, when I tell you, <laughs> fire everybody. I want everyone fired. Do you understand? Can y'all imagine waiting for a heart transplant and you finally wake up from your surgery and you see that shit on the news? And you see the heart that was just placed inside you on the ground because the doctor that just did your surgery busted his ass outside. Child, you got debris all on your heart now. You got helicopter debris on your heart. Footprints on, footprints on your heart. There was somebody dragging a suitcase. There what was somebody dragging a suitcase. What is going on? This is the most, Is that what crime scenes look like? Because that was chaotic. Absolutely not. Y'all saw all that blood. There's no, this is how I knew. I mean, I always knew that I would never be a police officer or just mm -hmm. that, cause there's just no freaking way. Mm -mm. I walk into a crime time. Mm, nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Shout out to the people who do that kind of work. Nope. One of my dad's friends is, um, a retired, um, NYPD detective. He was like the stuff that he's seen. I just no. My dad said he was like he did like one day as like an EMT or something like that, <gasps> and he saw they had to go somebody had, something had happened and somebody had got decapitated and he said he opened the door and he saw that head. He said that he said he said he saw that head and he said I was out. He saw the head where in the back seat where the body was in the front. To our EMTs, oh firefighters, police department. Thank you for your service because it won't be me. I won't be doing Ugh. it. I won't be doing it. I don't have the heart for it. But I thank you for your service because I'll tell you right now, I see somebody head. I'm out. Quit. Quit. Done. I don't, don't even send me the check. I don't want the I check. I don't even want it. I'm I don't good. Want, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> oh my, no. Mm -mm. I'm good on that. See, me, I can't do dead animals. Like, but, you know. <laughs> I had to block somebody today on social media because they hit a deer and they showed the deer in the front of it. Like it was caught on their car. In the front. Blocked. I did drive past a beheaded deer. Ew. Like on a highlight like stop. early last week. No, 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 no. It was no, nasty. Stop, stop, stop. I want to know people who are like, I can't stop looking at it. I was like, oh my God, that is so disgusting. <laughs> I can't stop looking at it. Okay. All right, sensitive. We'll, we don't have to talk about it anymore. This is so nasty. Like honestly, when I'm driving with people, like if they if I'm in the best, they'd be like, sure, don't look. And if I'm driving what yeah, how do you handle that as a driver? It's stressful. Like, especially like you ever like had to stop to a red light and it's something you'd be like, I'd be like Yeah. I just like I just really be like this. Like because I really can't tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. I <laughs> Not you turning your body away from it in the car. I will never forget growing up, me and my friends, we used to walk to McDonald's and we always walk in, I guess it's a, a up north thing. We always walk in the street. Mm -hmm. who, who needs sidewalks? Um, 
And I stepped on a dead squirrel by accident. I wasn't paying attention. When I say I ran all the way to McDonald's, I left. I took oh off. Oh, my God. I just started running. I will never. <laughs> Me and my best friend almost fell off over a dead animal because her stupid-ass boyfriend, hey, Charnay, ex-boyfriend, Sent like they there was a dead raccoon in front of his house, mm-hmm. and they thought it was funny to send me a picture of it. Oh no! Fifteen years of friendship almost went down the drain. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Not over a dead raccoon because of that because of that stupid guy she was dating. I was oh, it's okay. Love you, Charnay. It's okay. Don't you ever? <sighs> okay, Sherelle does not like to see dead animals. That's and don't y'all send me something that is funny because I'll block all y'all. They probably will now. Blocked already. Speaking of people who need to be blocked, oh, uh, I already read this nigga last season. You did. Maybe we need to. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna post it <laughs> so that people can really understand. This nigga is a clown. Your intricate hatred. For DJ Wackademics, what we call him here, is at it again. I don't even know which one of these. How do we get here? I don't know. How do we even get here? Who's talking to him? Who? Who? Who is talking, talking to, to him? him? You don't have nothing going on. When you have something going on, it's bad stuff. Should I play this one first? Sure. The- Since we were talking about underage, grown-ass men going after mm-hmm. underage girls, he's part of the problem. Here we go. And to keep it real, if you think about it in the bigger scheme of things, there's not much difference between a 20 or a 17 or a 21 and a 17. Just kind of mean one's a minor and one's not a minor. But I will say, listen, I adopted this rule, which I think it was fine. I said, listen, man, as long as the chick got a college ID, she's getting fucked. I don't care if she's 17. I don't care if she's 17 and a half. I don't care if she just turned 17 and I'm 21. She's going to get this dick. Send his ass to prison. Send his ass to prison. This is y'all fault. Y'all gave this loser a platform. And what's that other? That's that. What's that network he be on? Did he used to be Revolt. on Revolt. Oh, Diddy, Diddy. But like we were saying earlier, he's not the only one that thinks that. No, there's a lot of 21 year olds dating seven, 21 year old men dating 15 year old girls. 17-year-old girls. There's also a lot of 16-year-olds in college as well because they're just super intelligent. Mm -hmm. So basically what he's saying is he'll do that too. If they have an Aggie One card, they're good. Who's fucking you anyway? Like, let's be very honest here. Like, I just... Like, quickly, please... (laughs) Please stand up. Because I, I need to know. I understand that there's somebody for everybody. I really do. But just know. <laughs> there is too many other fish in the sea for y'all to go to a, 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 a Tory Lane's dick sucker like DJ Academics. He not cute. Nothing about him is appealing. He looks like a Muppet. He looked like his breath stink. One of the Muppets that were not that was not a Muppet. Muppet. So we have another clip of him talking to DJ Vlad. DJ Vlad and Dak, uh, D, uh, Wackademics, they don't, Doja Cat don't like neither one of them, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the vibe? Yeah, because she's too busy out here getting Grammys. I'm going to play this clip. We're going to play this clip. Ugh. Still got it. Still got the messages? 
<laughs> yo, she was like, yo, I, I, this is why I don't like you, man. It's the only reason I play. You know, I don't give a fuck. Listen, listen, listen. No, your problem is that you exploit people. You exploit people's depression. You exploit people's mistakes. And you try to bring attention to things that don't need attention. And that makes you a sick person. And the fact that you she called me, a, she called me a sick person for bringing up the fact that these things were getting resurfaced mm -hmm. and I, I, I go into it. I was like, yo, listen, I was like, I, like her first message to me was nobody likes you. <laughs> so I said, I said, and I said, that's cool. I don't like anyone either. <laughs> She's like, you're a low life piece of shit. Okay. Literally. And I was like, I was laughing. She was like, I really don't like you at all. I was like, yo, listen, just get in your feelings some more. I don't care. And then she was like, it's easy for someone like you to say with no feelings. And I'm like. They cut the part of there was DJ Vlad was talking about how before Doja Cat was, you know, at the level that she is now, she did an interview with DJ Vlad. Mm -hmm. And um, like after she left, she pretty much asked him like not to air it. You know, she pretty much changed her mind and he did it anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So and then like, you know, she blocked him and everything like that. And then she blew up. So it's like you see what happens when you, you know, when you when you play games with people like you, you could have been on your way to something serious, mm -hmm. but just I don't like DJ Vlad. I feel like he spends too much of his time in black people's business. But are we blaming him or are we blaming the black people that continuously go on his platform? That's my whole thing. But he has the platform, though. But it's like, this is my thing. And it's kind of like the, the TikTok that you um, that you sent me mm -hmm. uh, about Essence Fest and how Essence is strategically working with people that they Damn. want to work with. I didn't download that video. I thought it was... No, I might have to download that now. Where did I... How did I send that to you? TikTok. It was amazing. So it's like, here we go with like... <laughs> of course yeah. I fucking sent it to you. TikTok. If it's not TikTok or Twitter. Right. What we talking about. Mm -hmm. But, so when it comes to Vlad TV or whatever it is, I... It's personal for me because it's like, we have a platform. Yeah. You get what I mean? So it's like, I would love for our artists to stop going on platforms that are constantly berating them and belittling them and putting them into a negative light. Now there's some artists that they're just in a negative light, like Lil Boosie. It is what it is. There's no coming out of it. You're just in it and it is what it is. It is what or, it or is. Or DJ Wackademics. It is what it is. It, yes. But the rest of y'all, I mean, I've seen Nelly on that platform. There's so many. So like, why? Mm -hmm. Why? And then when stuff like that happens, it's like, oh, well, I didn't really say that. Go on the platforms that are going to have your best interests at heart, <clears throat> that are going to elevate black people to, how do I say it? To the, I, I don't even know. Just like, they're just going to elevate people. It doesn't have to be like in a super positive, like we just talked about Zeus Network, mm -hmm. but if that's what you want to do, then then cool. But you can't go on platforms that is created by a white man and expect him to be like, oh, I'm just going to really put this 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 box or put y'all in a positive. I just, you know, y'all know what I'm trying to say. I hear you. I hear just, you. It, it frustrates me. He's still in black people business with that platform, though. He could easily have all of the messy white people he know. But they know better. Lewis, they know better. 
They're not. Gonna, I don't know, sis. They're not gonna go on that show one minute because the white people don't even know that that platform even exists. Let's be very honest. Lucky them. They're going to extra access Hollywood. <laughs> they're going to. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. They're 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 going to TikTok. They're creating their own platforms. Meanwhile, let me see if I can pull this. Let me see if I can pull this clip up of this Breakfast Club. Ah, uh, it's the inter- it's the MP4. Hey, here we go. All right. This is the CEO of Essence talking again, uh, talking about being strategic about sponsors. Sponsors. Listen to this. This is wonderful. Yeah. But I was going to ask, is it difficult for you guys to get sponsors? Because I know a lot of times this corporate white world is hard to get sponsors. They don't they'll sponsor everything else. But when it comes to us, it's very difficult. Is it difficult? For so we're going to have that conversation. So Absolutely. first of all, here's what you need to know. I am in corporate recovery. So I worked at the Target Corporation for 15 years, right? So I know both sides of the conversation. Here's what I will give you as a really straight answer there. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the things that will be true in this new era of the Essence brand overall is we're going to be really picky about who gets to be in partnership with us. Mm. I think that this brand has been through a lot of things over its 50 years, and there was a time when it was so malnourished by the organization it sat within that it had to take what it could get to stay alive because we were not going to not deliver to the culture. And Michelle Ebanks did a lot of work to make sure that that happened, but it was not in a good place. As I came into role and partnered with Rich Dennis, who is the family that put this this company back in black-owned hands, what became extremely important to both of us was, one, changing the va- the way that the value of what we do as a brand is looked at, festival included. Mm-hmm. Number two, demanding that if you want to be in rep- in relationship with this brand, you have to be about black economic impact, period. If you're not about that, we will happily help you put your check somewhere else. Mm. And that's not that's not lip service. That's honest. Right. And so in any other scenario, you could wonder if we had an issue getting sponsors. In our scenario, here's what actually happened. Because we were going through the revaluing of what this brand is and what it really means to be able to be with black culture but not get out of it what you need and not give back to it what it needs, Mm -hmm. right? And the fact that we were unapologetic about that and were willing to walk away if partners didn't want to be about that led to us being able to have record-level partnership dollars happening coming into the 2022 festival. But what's more important is as we engaged with those partners, What we said is it isn't just about us getting the dollars to be able to put this together. We mandated in a lot of those relationships that they are using black owned businesses to drive the way they show up at festival and made that be in the contracts. That's not dollars that comes to Essence to put this on. That's the people that will be setting up activations and selling food and all these things that each of our partners do there. We ask that that is also going to black owned businesses and try to make sure that that happens. Mm. Because for us, we don't want any partner that doesn't understand that their role with us is to continue to bring forth what it takes to do black generational wealth. Full stop. You start where we are. We're about impact, right? There's community, commerce, and capital that are all a part of that. But we they play a role in creating the capacity for us to get black to where it needs to be economically. And if they didn't want to do that, they're not with us. And you will see a change in partners. For those who have been to the festival quite a few times, mm-hmm. there's some different logos. There's some logos you've seen that ain't there. There's some logos you've seen before that are there differently. Mm-hmm. And that was very intentional on our part. And I think if you were to talk to the corporate community, including my former company, what you would hear is Essence came different because we are different and we were unafraid to, f- to not fight for our value. And we made sure that you were talking the talk if you wanted to be in relationship with us. It's no longer a financial exchange. It's an investment in impact. P. 
Period. 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 I love that. I loved it. I love it. Um, Full stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, there's really nothing to say. That, so I'm hoping that, you know, all the business owners that are watching this, take that as inspiration because, you know, collaboration is intense. Who said that to us one time? Somebody said that to us, and I can't remember. Collaboration is intentional? Somebody said that to us one day. And I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to say it was Josh. Hmm. Then I feel like it might have been somebody else. I feel like it was a woman. Yeah, I think so too, and I can't remember. I, yeah. But regardless of who said it, collaboration is intentional. So, shout us to Caroline for just putting that out there because it just it just makes sense. Yep. All right, we're gonna run through these last couple of things here. Good things. Good things. Netflix settles with with Monique. Mm. Did you guys know she was suing them? Mm. Cause they was trying to play her. Mm. They were trying to play in her face. Mm. Sis, you got the deets. Yeah. Um, there's no word on exactly like what, like how much she settled for, mm-hmm. but it said she, um, she has settled a potentially precedent set precedent setting law lawsuit from Monique in a in Monique. I'm sorry. Let's go again. Mm-hmm. Netflix has settled a potentially precedent-setting lawsuit from Monique in a case that could have found that the streamer retaliated against the comedian by refusing to engage in good-faith negotiations after she accused the company of discrimination for opening with a low-ball offer. Both sides on Tuesday moved to dismiss the suit. Um, terms of the deal were not disclosed. So this bet happened in um, like 2017 mm-hmm. uh, when they started to court Monique for a comedy special during the time it was aggressive, aggressively ramping up its stand-up content. Um, the negotiations, however, didn't get far because the Oscar-winning actress did not agree to what she considered a low opening offer of $500,000 for a one-hour show that Netflix would have complete control over, including owning the copyright and, reta- and retaining all audio audio only rights to the special. Yeah, she had every right to do that. Right. She right. protested the um, the offer as discriminatory, leading to Netflix walking away from negotiations. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Go ahead, girl. Yeah. Get your money. Not mad at it. Can't I can't be mad at it at all. Yeah. At all. Period. So <sighs> moving forward. Moving forward. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa was right. So as you oh. know, Omarion and Mario are going to be up next on the versus battle. Why is this still going? I don't know. I mean, I'm here for it. That, oh, this... I'm I'm tuning in. Okay. I'm tuning the in. The 13 year old in me is like, mm. it's coming. It comes on the 29th of June, I believe. Right? No, this Thursday. This oh, this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Oh, the same day this episode releases. Oh, Omaria, oh, Mario, call us. Call. Come on, be in the show. Come on, be in the show. Nonetheless, the shade room made a post. Says it's a battle. Y'all here for this? Are y'all here for this? Omarion oh, and Mario are next up in a hit for hit battle. So someone commented on the the shade room post and said, "At Omarion, are you doing only your songs, which are great, or or, or is B2K showing up?" Omarion responded to this person and said, I am B2K. (laughs) 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 Now, we were just talking about them last week and how I found out that the Dream was singing on background vocals on some of their songs. I mean, let's be honest here. Let's, let's, let's be... For the real B2K fans. Let's let's okay. break this down here. Yeah, okay. 
sing an iconic Razby verse. Don't do this. Don't do this. This is not fair. Don't do that. Because okay, Razby was my favorite member. He, he, he was once mine as well. <laughs> but it was, let's be honest, it was not for his vocal capabilities. It was for his lips. It was a- <laughs> let's be very honest here. <laughs> we are grown now. We can <laughs> to this. It had nothing. And because we're Virgos and everyone liked Omarion, we was like, mm, we're going to go with the one that everybody is not talking about. Right. Name an iconic Lil Fizz line bar. Because he was the rapper. <laughs> right. And J-Boog. Was the talker. Oh, he was the one talking? Yes. J-Boog is a talker. So. Um, Damn, son. I don't like that. I mean, it also could just be like, maybe like creating beef and then what if Razby, J-Boog, and Lil Fizz do come out? I highly doubt it, but... <laughs> Please don't get me excited like that. I'm, <laughs> I highly doubt that will happen. Like, I, I really, I highly doubt that will happen. Well, Lil Fizz apologized to him for, for uh, fucking his baby mom. Oh, okay. And now you think you're about to be on my stage? Yeah, you could apologize, but. He did it on a stage while Marianne was on tour. Oh, okay. They didn't ask you to be in the verses. They asked me. So. If it wasn't for B2K, he wouldn't be where he is. So, you know. You if he need- wasn't for his voice, he wouldn't be where he was. He needed the voice to back him up, okay? I don't want to hear it. Oh, Mario ain't that great of a singer? Shit. I mean, this is very true. Mario definitely has the. The vocals. The vocals. Absolutely. <laughs> who are you, who are you, who are you picking? Because I have both a plethora. So. so- if we're just going for only Omarion's catalog, not, mm. not B2K's, I'm picking Mario. Okay. Fair. Fair. Same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same. Okay. Yeah. Also, because her birthday's in August. Is, mm-hmm. And wait, isn't it my, the same day as mine? Or the same day as yours? I think y'all have the same birthday. Mario the singer? Yeah. Really? I'm almost positive. Mario, like, I thought he was a September Virgo. Uh-uh. I think y'all have the same. He is so fine. Yeah, he's <laughs> Oh, child. my God. He is... August 27th. Oh. That was the day after. Day after me. But two years before me. So. Yeah. Oh, what's up? Yeah. Not us being the same age. Two Virgos can't be together. You you know this. You know this. It doesn't work. I'll never get that on fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think this is going to be interesting. So, uh, on, and apparently on the same day, they're doing a Ray J versus somebody else and then pleasure p versus no i'm sorry ray j versus bobby valentino which is disrespectful as hell to bobby valentino right and then uh pleasure p versus uh somebody else i forget is it on the versus page it might be what because i was like first of all you're not about to disrespect bobby valentino like that okay let me see okay ray j versus team ray j and bobby v Versus Team Pleasure P and Sammy. They're on teams. What kind of... What does that mean? Girl, I don't know. But first of all... So Ray J and Bobby V are on a team. And then Pleasure P and Sammy are on a team. I don't... I feel like AJ and Free need to host this. (laughs) You feel me? Not Terrence J and Roxy. AJ and Free. That would be so cute. No shade to Terrence J, Aggie Pride all day. Yeah, but, but you, you weren't the first one. You, you, yeah, no. Not, nothing beats the original. I'm sorry. Although <laughs> I like Terrence J, he's cool. I, I actually, I like just Terrence J. You like just Terrence J? Yeah, I like. Nobody liked Jaleesa. Yeah, what was that about? 
Not Jaleesa. Roxy. Nobody really. Yeah, but nobody liked her either because she used to fill in every now and then and be like. Well, I don't know why nobody liked her. This fake Amory, like. Oh man! Oh no! I'm I'm Team Mario, but I'm also Team Mario, and I'm a fan of both of them. Yeah, I still listen to. Uh, I'm here for a good time. I am. I'm here for a good time for yeah. real. So yeah, I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, just in case you were under a rock, Beyonce released a new song today. Yes, break my. It's called Break My Soul. It's mm-hmm. giving house music. Um, and the people on the timeline are. Uh, it seems like to be in the middle of a, a split. Yeah, I guess. What do you mean? Well, some people are like, oh, it's not house music or it is house music. It's house music. It's very much house music. Yeah. It's it's, it's amazing. It is good. I love this. I love it. So and also she, uh, her album comes out July 29th, I believe. Yes. So I've already pre-saved it to my phone. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I did not buy the mystery one through four boxes. No. Um. I'm just not that big of a fan, I guess. Exactly. Like, okay. I See, like Beyonce. Love her to death. Yeah. But if Beehive is at 100, I'm at like a 90? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm fine with And I'm yeah. fine where where I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just not part of the Beehive. No. So. No. I'm not. Cause so, she, so what happened was. <laughs> Simone told me I'm not a real fan. Like. <laughs> Shimon, shut up. Like, <laughs> like, were you here for Destiny's Child? Oh, no. And don't. <laughs> <laughs> so Beyonce released um, some four packages. You get a box with a CD. So good luck finding a CD player in 2022. Simone said this is how influential Beyonce is. Watch CD player sales go sky high. Of course they are. Watch. Of course. Y'all Watch. y'all all about to be in uh, Walmart buying them um, cheap ass CD Walkmans. Amazon about to be like, we don't even have these in stock. Yeah. They just- right, right. Sony got to get a back order on the, on the Sony Discman. Girl. Um, <laughs> So the box comes with a CD. You don't even know what's on it. You hope it's the CD. You hope it's the, the new album she's dropping. It comes with a T-shirt. And that's it, right? It comes with some something else too, right? I don't know, girl. I don't know. I'm excited. I um, can't wait for y'all to uh, do y'all box on openings. I want to know what's inside these Okay, shirts. it better be something like a personal message right. from Blue Ivy or something. But um, So there were four boxes for you to choose from. Some people bought one of every single box. Which is because they're thirty dollars, so that's about a hundred and twenty plus change shipping and handling. Why some? They're not gonna get it till after the album comes out. I think that's like. Damn, you think so? Yeah, yeah. Because like, why would she send them something before the album comes out? Exclusivity. You know, people like to be a part of us. Oh, I'm a. I, I heard the album before y'all did. Oh, okay. I bet you that's what it happened. I, I bet you they probably get it like three days before or something like that. Make a week before true. the album comes out. That is true. Yeah. But you don't, if you gonna if you're gonna listen to it in your car, like you're not about to listen to it. You yeah. know, especially if your car don't have a CD player. You might as well let me drive you to drive you where we gotta go because I got a CD player in mine. I don't have one of mine. Oh sis, I hate that for you. Con- I, yeah, <laughs> me too, kind of like. <laughs> but my car is sexy. Um, Drake also put out a new album. Oh yeah. Um, literally, he wants to be Beyonce so bad. <laughs> Beyonce talking about she released an album. He was like, "Oh, mine coming out at midnight." Like, okay. Um, also house vibes. So in my opinion, I actually think that they did this on purpose. <laughs> I do. I do think him and her and Drake are friends. And I think that they, yeah. I'm sure they are friends. You know what I mean? I think that they did that on purpose. So honestly, never mind is the album. Um, and I am a fan of it. You are the first of many. Cause I haven't seen anybody really say good things about it. Honestly, sis, mm-hmm. because you are a house music fan, you would love this album. 
from start to finish. It's, it's okay. It is a house music album. I'm gonna give it a listen just because you said that. Yeah. All you, right. You because you are. And house, I better be in here. High knees you are. And jump. You are. <laughs> It is very much um, different Drake. I mean, other than him singing, because, you know, mm-hmm. Drake fans, he's been singing for a very long time. So shout out to him. Um, you know, enough of the, you know, bang, bang, shoot him up, fuck bitches, get money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of his usual fans are kind of pissed that it's not like a... Then just go listen to the Migos or something. Ooh. Or Lil Baby or whatever. The Migos uh, aren't together anymore. You know, what's the name? Left the group? Quavo. Who? Quavo. What? Yeah. We didn't talk about that? No. Yeah, Quavo. Quavo. No, no, not Quavo. Uh, Cardi B's husband. I don't believe that. Offset. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Offset. First of all, they family. Like, literally. Money makes people act funny. I don't believe that. Offset is not in a group no more. Then there's no group. It's it's Takeoff and Quavo. (laughs) I don't like like that. (laughs) Last thing on the list. Something in the Water Festival was this past weekend in oh it was yeah in Maryland oh snap not in Virginia since they didn't do that that case about the young boy who got shot in who Virginia was Pharrell's Williams cousin yes yeah so y'all yeah. stupid yep um, Pharrell paid off student loans for uh, six student NAACP leaders thought that was so sweet yeah so nice there were pictures of them people they were crying you know that's a big deal to have your loans paid off girl child um. And he, like, so I'm gonna read this a little bit. So, mm-hmm. the musical artist surprised the leaders during a panel held by the organization on the black student debt crisis at the St. Regis Hotel in DC. Um, yeah. Um, basically, he announced, like, while they were sitting there, that he is going to forgive their loan. So, they are walking away debt free. Woo! That's amazing. Damn. That's incredible. Pharrell is just dope. He is. Like, I would love to meet him. Do you follow Kristen? Yes, I'm so hyped for her. She. Okay. I'm so hyped. We have for to her. tell the story. All right, we have to tell the story. So, Kristen used to tweet at Pharrell all the time. All the time. All the time. When we were still in college, when it's probably yeah, like maybe like senior and junior year. Yep. So she used to tweet at uh, Pharrell all the time. So one day she says something to him, and she says, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." Yep. Yes. Right. So she gets the f- flies her out for like a, a, a opening like a um for the for the album what album was that the hunt um um not hunter is it hunter no it's, but I, but you but you on the right track yeah it you had wanna, hunter on it yes it did <laughs> yes it did hold up for I think real. it's hunter it is girl 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 this was came out in 2014 2014 yeah 2014 he flies her out to a um to like a, a, a listening a listening come to find out he uses wayman on a song that also had Miley Cyrus singing it on the song. Come get it, babe. Yes, come get it, babe. So that song was influenced, like some of that, some of the lyrics were like influenced by her. And they have been in contact with each other ever yep. since. And he invited her out to something in the water. That is so fire. I tweeted her, I said, that is so fire that he still Amazing. reaches out to you and like invites you to things. Like that is so dope, yo. I just don't understand why I haven't been invited to <laughs> Light year premiere with Chris Evans, or have you tweeted at him? I tweeted him often. I said happy birthday to him. I don't understand why I haven't been invited to Luke James. Have you tweeted at him all the time? You you know, <laughs> I don't get it. What am I doing wrong? Maybe you're not tweeting enough. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, that's the problem. Maybe you should want to. Well, you know what? <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh no! Don't be that person. Will you just encourage me? No. You know, do you want to go to a Hollywood premiere or not? I do. So then, <laughs> what if Daniel Kaluuya is at the premiere that we're at? Oh my God, Daniel! 
Exactly. Dang, yo. Are you going to put on the, the English al- a- accent when I, you meet him? I hope not. Because I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> my God. I really hope I'm not. Because what if he be like, what, why are you talking like that? Like, oh. Or he'd be like, you from London. You'd be like, no, nah, I'm from Philly. <laughs> Like no love, I'm from I'm from South Philly. I'm from South Philly, love. <laughs> I'll be standing there like <laughs> Don't let us meet our favorite celebs. Like well, I'm not gonna know how to act, bro. I've already met Lou James, but oh, whatever. Ciao. That's it, y'all. That's enough. That is enough indeed. Oh, my gosh. Stay tuned. We got some events and stuff planned coming up for the we summer. Do. Okay, it's about to be a head wraps and lipstick summer. Period. Per. Um, so, yes, make sure you're following us on all those things. Remember, we are on Twitter at Head Wrap Pod. We're on Instagram at Head Wraps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook pa- Facebook page, Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com, where we have T-shirts like the one she's wearing, T-shirts and crew necks that are for sale but not on sale. Um, you can also listen to all of our episodes there. Do we have any review new reviews? Oh, I'll look. Um, don't. Oh, um, we have a cash. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be frustrated, y'all. Uh, donate to us. Help us um, get a studio. Our cash app is in the bio. Also, our GoFundMe link is also down there. So you can you know donate some money to us if you're really rocking with us. Um, no. Nothing? It's okay. It's okay. Wow. Wow. I'm so disappointed in you. If you left a review before, I'm not disappointed in you. But if you haven't, and I know it's a number of y'all listening because we see the stats. We see the analytics. We do. And you're not. I really, I don't like conflict, so I'm trying. Not and to. one of y'all is hating because why we got 4.9? Yeah, what's that about? Which one of you hating ass? Who, who do we piss off? Why you ain't going to say it to our face? Yeah, what's up? What's up? Meet me outside. Because there's just no need for the 4.9. It's not. It don't even look good. Whoever did that, you probably don't got no bitches. Nonetheless. Um, we academics. Whoop. We are on a bunch of platforms. <laughs> Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. With a question mark on that one, because I don't know what they're doing over there. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so, yes, sis, what's your joke? Oh, my God. What do you call birds that stick together? I don't know. What? Velcros. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. It's terrible. No, you get it? Velcros. I know exactly what you're it's saying. It's so funny. But I hate it. You, you're going to use it. I, I bet you Bessephity is cracking up right now. I would never use it. <laughs> that is terrible. It's really the worst joke. It's really good. Bye, y'all. Peace. See you next week. Bye. Tragic. It's good. I thought that was a good one. Did you? Yeah. Aww.